Nick Hart from Backstreet Boys. Shout out to Boy Band Break. It's Chris Kirkpatrick here. Shout out to your podcast, Boy Band Break. Hey everybody, this is Howie D, and I'm listening to Boy Band Break. Hi, Ashley Parker Angel here. Huge shout out to the Boy Band Break podcast. This is Brad from LFO, and you are listening to Boy Band Break. Hey, what's up? This is Jacob. It's Dan. What's up? It's Trevor. And it's Eric Michael, and it's time for Boy Band Break, baby. Let's go! Welcome back to Boy Band Break, where we encourage you to take a break from your day and join us in some boy band conversation. As always, my name's Diane. I'm Chinzia. I'm Sophia. And I'm Big Papa, filling in for Mama Lou. Mama Lou is a little under the weather, got a bit of heat stroke today, uh, so wish her all the best. But uh, welcome back, Big Papa. Woo! Uh, yes. I remember the last time you were on the podcast. Was it the seance or was it since then? Oh, I think that was the last time. The yeah. Was, I think. So go back in time. We did a Lou Pearlman seance, which uh, Big Papa uh, put, uh, channeled, uh, summoned. Summon Papa Lou, I guess. Summon uh, Papa Lou from the grave. Yes, yeah, so there you go. So that's a good episode. So, um, anyways, uh, is there any boy band updates anybody wants to talk about? Are we good? I'm trying to think if there's. I any think that's okay. Yeah, I don't uh, know. Chris Truman Sync did a song with Tony Luca. It's a. Um, it's called Wiggle, Wiggle It Out. Yeah. It's a fundraiser for a children's hospital. Um, Nick has added a couple of co- Nick Carter from the Backstreet Boys has added a couple of coffee dates that he's going to be doing, um, being a barista, I guess, and singing some songs. So I think that's more on the West Coast of the state. So there's a couple of dates there. Uh, there's someone you may want to look for on uh, Celebrity Secret Celebrity Drag Race. Is that what it's called? I think so. Spoiler alert, it's AJ from the Backstreet Boys. So what? Competing as Poppy Love on there. So we're going to watch that and then we'll do a recap for a future episode. Hopefully if there's enough content there. So yeah, so lots of fun stuff. Excellent. So on today's episode, so this was something that we had chatted about going to see as a group. Uh, did not work out. Ended up getting super sold out. Um, and it's already done because I think it was only here until August 14th. So it is a play called And Juliet. Uh, so people who are wondering, like, why are we talking about this on a boy band podcast? Well, my friends, because there's a lot of boy band music on there because this uh, was created by Max Barton and Friends. So Woo! it is a modern update on Romeo and Juliet. That's uh, fun. Yes. So I'm just going to do a little quick Wikipedia here. So uh, Anne Juliet is a 2019 coming-of-age stage musical featuring the music of Swedish pop songwriter Max Martin with a book by David West Reed. The story focuses on a what-if scenario where Juliet does not die at the end of Shakespeare's Romeo and Juliet. Opening to critical acclaim in London's West End in 2019, the show was nominated for nine Laurence Olivieri Oliver Awards in 2020, including Best New Musical. Uh, Three of its performers won won awards for their performances of Juliet, Anne, and Lance, respectively. It also received a record-breaking 13 nominations at the 2020 What's On Stage Awards, winning six, including Best Actress in a Musical for Lee. So uh, how this came about is um, Josh had a friend of a friend visiting and doing the Hamilton Fringe Festival, uh, which I believe we've talked about in past episodes. That's kind of a theater festival where you kind of do your own thing and then people pay to pay to see you. You get to keep that money. So Lydia and I have done quite a few of those plays. We have not uh, roped any of the others into making these plays as well, but it's kind of a fun event. So um we have come and watched a couple. So you that's have good. come and supported us. So yes, thank you for that. So our friend Stephen Morton with uh, Drag Me to the Opera. He is currently in the Edmonton Fringe and I believe Vancouver and Victoria or? Edmonton Fringe and then the Victoria Fringe in two weeks. In two weeks. So uh, if you're in those areas, go check it out. It's called Drag Me to the Opera. So he was in town and he decided he wanted to go see a play. And we had been talking about Anne Juliet. So we decided we would go. 
uh, Josh had tickets, uh, and then they had some rush tickets in the morning. So he's like, hey, do you want to come? And it was very, very last minute. So uh, myself and my mom ended up going. And yeah, so it was a fun time. It was in Toronto at uh, Mervish. Yes. Yes. At Mervish Theater. Yes. Very so, nice. Yeah, so uh, we obviously, my mom and I sat in different spots, and Josh and Steven sat in another area. Um, but it was packed, like it was sold out. Um, and it's very popular. Like it was super fun. Um, I don't know how into Shakespeare you guys are. Anybody? I know Not of the really. story. Of the story. Yeah, I'm <laughs> never like a huge thing. Actually, my my love of Shakespeare. There was a book that my brother had to read for like a tutor that um I never had to, but I took it from him and read it. It was called Q for Treason, and it kind of has like a background of like it was like set in the Shakespearean time, and he was their friend or whatever. So that's kind of like my only like really Shakespeareish knowledge. Besides high school, we had to do obviously some plays and stuff so this is kind of it's so it's like a modern take but it also takes place in that time period i don't know josh it was kind of hard to figure out kind of a modern take on the thing but then as the twist of what happens if juliet never killed herself right so for all of you who have some living under a rock and have never seen any of the multiple versions <laughs> of romeo and juliet essentially their families don't like each other then they the, juliet pretends to kill herself and then uh, the message was supposed to be passed on so Romeo could like not kill himself. But then he sees her, I guess, doesn't check for a pulse, decides he's going to kill himself. Juliet wakes up and they're like, oh, crap. And then she kills herself, I believe, is how it goes, right? Yeah. In the end, they both die. There's also like West Side Story is kind of like a version of that. Uh, Leonardo DiCaprio did one. Yes, that's the movie that I know of. See, there's... So there's lots of uh, those. So anyways, um, trying to figure out the best way to do it. Do you want to talk about it or do you want me to kind of go through the Wikipedia thing? Um, and then we can tell, there was, so there's a lot of songs in there. So maybe I'll say the song and then you guys can guess who the artist is of the song. Okay, okay, sure. Idea. So uh, we get there and we were like, mostly on time. It would pretty much sat, started as soon as we got there, which is on par for uh, Josh and myself because we're really great for time keeping and uh, stuff. So uh, it says, Act One. As the first production of Shakespeare's Romeo and Juliet, the audience welcomes Shakespeare to the stage. Uh, and he, they welcome him to the stage by singing a song called Larger Than Life. So what band sings Larger Than Life, guys? You started off with the Backstreet Boys. As soon as the lights went down, that started playing. I was like, oh, this is going to be a good play, guys. Like, So the fun thing is, is they have like the kind of like, I don't know, is it medieval or Renaissance-y costumes? But they're like fun and bright and colorful. It's like Renaissance meets like... Uh, clothes, they, like, like MC Hammer kind of 90s look going yeah, on. Yeah, it had a very kind of like a 90s vibe. There was like bright backgrounds and stuff. And it takes place in Rome? Verona. Sorry, Verona is where, which is in Italy. So, um, so, so Shakespeare comes out and he's like, yeah, I just wrote this amazing play. It's fantastic. Da, 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 da. Uh, and and then, he knows the Backstreet Boys song? And it, yeah, so they're just like, wow, Shakespeare's amazing. You wrote this amazing play. You're larger than life. Like, it was just kind of like a whole like, whoa. Uh, and then Shakespeare's wife shows up. So Anne. So for those who don't really know a lot of the backstory, um, Shakespeare, I guess, cheated on Anne a lot and yeah. left to go go somewhere else to make all his plays and left her home with the kids and stuff. So essentially she's like, Hey, I got a babysitter. I'm here. I'm going to watch your play. And he's like, Oh, okay, cool. Um, so she's a, she's a very entertaining character. Anne. so, um, so anyways, and her name is Anne Hathaway. I forgot to, I forgot to fact check that. Is that actually the name of his wife? Yes. It is Anne Hathaway? Yes. Because there was like some Anne Hathaway jokes like, oh, what a, nobody else is going to have this name. Yuck, 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 yuck. So, wow. Like there was like definitely a lot of like tongue in cheek moments and things like that. Uh, so she is visiting from Stratford upon Avon uh, to see the play and explains the plot and the ending of the show. So he explains the plot and the ending of the show. She's like, uh, that sucks. You shouldn't have that ending. That's terrible. Like, why would she do that? Why would she kill herself? So she's like, you should change the ending because what would, how would it be if Juliet did not kill herself? So then Shakespeare's like, uh, yo, I wrote this play, whatever. <laughs> so then the next song is 
I want it that way. What? Another Backstreet Boys song? No, it's like, it starts off with two Backstreet Boys songs, like, right out of the hopper. It's like, See? You're like, yeah! People continue. Singing this song, Anne is, like, chasing Shakespeare around the stage, trying to get his pen, going, I want it my way. Yeah. For the first time in my life, you're going to let me have it my way. Because he has this, like, big feather pen that he's, like, writing this story, and there's all these... Ooh, the feather pens are fun! Yes, the very topical of the time. So, yeah, so so she's, like, chasing him around. They're singing this song and stuff. Um, Yeah, so I want it that way. Um, So then he's like, okay, fine. Let me hear your idea for the play. And then, uh, so he's like, okay. So it's, like, starts with Juliet waking up and finding Romeo dead. So this is where we go off from the boy banders. And the song is Baby One More Time. Britney Spears! Britney Spears. So it's like you got three bangers right out of the gate here. See? Look at that. So they do that. Uh, So then next they end up at Romeo's funeral. Uh, And Juliet. So, oh my God, this part was fucking hilarious. Okay. So she's like at the funeral and she's mourning him and there's like a casket and everything. And she's like, oh, because they, because I believe they end up getting married in secret right before they die. Right. That's how the play goes. So she's like, oh, I married him, blah, blah, blah. I'm so great, blah, blah. But then all of these other chicks and a few dudes Ooh. are pretty much saying how they all hooked up with Romeo. By the way, Romeo was super fucking hot in this play. It Excellent. And he was bisexual. Yes. Apparently. Lydia would have been like, whoa, clothes falling off. Like, <laughs> he, was, he was tall, he was blonde, he was gorgeous. But anyway, so... Um, Kind of dumb, yes. Or maybe Anne just wrote him that way. But uh, so he apparently has, so she finds out that he has all these other relationships with men and women. Uh, and the song that they chose for that one is Show Me the Meaning of Being Lonely. Ooh, another Backstreet Boys song. That's so that three Backstreet Boys songs. Like, yes. So, um, so anyways, so then they're like so that song so i think she was singing that right because she was like lonely because he was dead whatever so then juliet's parents come and they're like uh what the fuck juliet you're going to a convent and she's just like "Mm, no so they they don't want her so they're like you're going to a convent this is whatever so then she also has a best friend named may and may is a non-binary character so it's like it's a he's a it's a male but he kind of has a very effeminate kind of thing so and they really don't really address it. Um, and then, so, so, so Anne is writing this. So May is the best friend. Angelique is her nurse. Uh, and then Anne decides that, you know what? It's her night out. She's going to write herself into the play. So she, so Shakespeare's wife is now a new friend called April, who's the other best friend of Juliet. So now there's two best friends and like a nurse maid type person. Um, you know this nurse that she reminds me of that, that, 1990s psychic who likes on TV. Miss Cleo. That's oh, what yeah. like. my she kind of had that vibe to it. She had like a bit of a, she had an accent too, right? Yeah, yeah she had I like an accent. like a Jamaican Barbados accent. Call yeah. me now. Yeah, it was very, she was very, honest to God, all the actors were fantastic in this play. Like they all did a really good job. She was really good. So, um, so anyways, they decide that they're now, they're like, okay, we got to go to the convent the next day. And then May and April are like, you know what, Juliet, live your life, man. Your, your husband's dead. Like, why do you have to do this? She's like, and then there was like a funny thing where they're like, oh, isn't she like 14? And then Shakespeare's like, yeah. And she's like, no, she's not 14. So they like made her older too. <laughs> she's like, this is just awkward. So then like, Anne, so like Shakespeare's kind of watching and Anne keeps like coming out of character and being like, what the fuck, blah, blah, blah. Like it's, it's, it's so funny. So anyway, so then uh, they decide that they're going to take this magic, this carriage ride to Paris. Ooh, so nice. For that one is uh, Domino, which I cannot remember. Who sings Domino again? Domino? I don't remember that one. Uh, How does the song go? I don't know at the moment. <laughs> You know what's funny is the Wikipedia does not say who the person is that does. Uh, it was by Jesse J. Oh, that's why I I don't remember uh, that one. I literally cannot. Re- I knew it as I was listening to it. I was like, ah, I haven't heard this song in ages. But um, yeah, maybe you need to listen to it and then. Does anybody remember how that song goes? 
Take me down like you're a domino. Yes, that one. That one. Oh, okay. So they're just like, yes. Yeah, so they're doing that one and they're like on this carriage and they're just kind of like, and then like the stage was a really cool setup. It had like a revolving thing and then they had like little signs like, oh, Paris 500 miles or whatever. So then, so they kind of like travel through the night and they make it to Paris. Cool. Um, so yeah, so that's where they're going. So they're there and she's just like, uh whatever yeah so they're they're like in paris like oh i don't know what we're gonna do whatever so then Anne, um oh yeah so Anne makes shakespeare be their carriage driver and uh it's so then the road trip begins and uh the song that they play at that part is show me love yes that's a good one excellent like there was so many good songs so anyway so they get on this road trip so now they get to france so at france they're like okay but i think this is when Anne made her older because she's like this she's too young whatever so anyways uh so they're in france and uh they run into a guy named francois francois and he is the like the youngest of like five brothers um and boy band yes um, so his name is Francois Dubois, I believe. Um, oh. Yeah, so then Francois, so um, so Francois's father is named Lance, and he says that he either must get married or join the army. And Francois is a little, um, how do you say, not as masculine, friend of Chinzia kind of vibes you're getting here for uh, Francois. Uh, not okay. really interested in getting married, but also not interested in going into the army. So he's kind of like, ah, oh, crap, I don't know what to Might do. Might be a little interested in men. Yes. Yeah, so it, it's kind of ambiguous at that point, but it's like, it's not overly clear at that point, but yeah. So, so uh, maybe think. Yes. So yeah. Francois says he doesn't want to get married or go into the army. And he says that the women of Paris are unappealing. Um, and as is the military. So he doesn't want to do any of those. So then, uh, so they, so Juliet and her friends see that this party is happening, this ball is happening, and they decide they're going to sneak into it. Uh, and the song is Blow. Who sings Blow? I'm sorry, I don't remember this one, but maybe if I heard it. Yeah, I don't. Oh, if I go. It's from Kesha. Mm, oh, okay. So, are you trying to play music and get us banned, sir? From uh, anyway, so that one I like, I vaguely knew, but I wasn't hundred percent sure. I was just like, okay. So they end up getting into this party. I think at one point, one of them is on the chandelier. Was it Juliet on the chandelier? Yes. I can't remember. Um, and then, then she like, meets, sorry, and she ends up meeting. She ends up meeting Francois. Or does she, or does May meet Francois first? I can't remember. She no, ends up meeting Francois first, because then they start singing, I'm not a girl, not yet a woman. Yes. So. Britney Spears. Uh, yes. So, yes. So Francois, no. So Francois meets May, who reveals to Juliet that they suffer from gendered concepts such as gender specific band bathrooms and gendered languages such as French. I'm not a girl, not yet a woman. Francois then complains about living such a stifled life, which Juliet relates to, and they begin to bond over their share experiences. So the, that song is overprotected, which is Britney, right? Britney Spears, one of the best songs. Yeah, so they both come from like these higher class families. They feel very overprotected. They weren't allowed to do anything or date or do things like that. So Francois is now drawn to Juliet, and he thinks that he's in love with her. So they dance together to "Confident," which is a Demi Lovato song. I don't so, know. What's like, wrong with being? What's wrong? That one. Oh, okay. That. What's wrong with being confident? That. Yes. yes. Yep. So they. So that one. So this is this party. So meanwhile kind of changes rooms and you see there's a so it kind of implies that oh Francois and Juliet are going to hook up or whatever because then you see this bed and you're like oh what's going on um no they are not in the bed who is in the bed you ask uh, who is in the bed and the father Lance the father and Angelica Maid are in bed together and they are going to spend the night together 
And you're just like, what the fuck? Like, where did this come from out of the blue, right? That escalated quickly. It definitely escalated quickly, which we think, but it actually didn't because she actually used to be the nurse for his children. Oh. So Lance asks her to come back and live with him. Um, because but his wife has died. The mother has died. Yeah, so Lance's wife is, has passed away. So it's like... Um, so she's like, oh my God, like, cause I guess, I, I don't know if, I guess it was implied that they had a fling back then. Yes. And that was the reason why she got fired and then had to move or whatever. So, um, so Angelique wants to stay and look after Juliet, but Lance reminds her that Juliet is in her twenties cause they've now decided she's in her twenties and okay. she can take care of herself. So then they do kind of a, a montage of teenage dream and break free. Mm-hmm break free dun, 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 dun. so then uh so they're like they're it's hilarious they're like running around the bed and it's like oh shenanigans blah, blah, blah. so then angelique decides that uh juliet needs her so she leaves lance meanwhile uh juliet wakes up next to francois who proposes uh and juliet agonizes about her previous relationship with romeo so uh, like oops i did it again so like she's like oh yeah sure let's get married so she's like Britney Spears. Britney Spears. And she's like, oops. Because uh, it's like, they're like, dude, you just met this guy yesterday. You're already getting engaged. That literally is just what happened with Romeo, like, last week. Like, so anyway, so it's kind of like, it was, so it was pretty funny. She's so moving now, on very quickly. Yeah, she, you know, yes. she's moving on. Uh, so her parents, so at this point, so she, she doesn't actually say yes to him yet. Um, but then her parents figure out where she is for some reason. I guess they, they have a Life 360 app in the, uh, in the whatever time period this takes place in. Is this like the 1800s, 1900s, 1700s? No when idea. When was Shakespeare alive? Um, I don't remember this. It was before my time. Anyways, uh, so the parents come to take her to the convent. So she agrees to marry Francois. Uh, but this is before she finds out about Angelique and Lance's previous relationship, which again has no. It's not like I was going to say, what does that have to do? It has with nothing that? to do with anything. Okay. It's not like her and Francois are related because they're not. Because whatever. Right. Then, uh, um, so that at this point, Anne's like, dude, because Shakespeare has started writing it again. So this is how. So Shakespeare's like, okay, we're going to put Juliet with Francois. So he took the pen back. So now Anne's like, dude, why are you making her get married again? Um, and then she complains that he leaves her in Stratford upon Avon while he works in London and accuses him of never writing happy marriages. So he only writes like miserable marriages. And she's like, and you're not that great of a husband type thing. Uh, so Shakespeare decides that he needs a conflict or a plot twist to add to Anne's version of the play. So he has Francois and May meet again. Ooh. So May offers Francois a drink and Francois reveals he has just proposed, but May and Francois now kiss. And the song for this is, any guesses? I kissed a girl. girl. And then I like okay. Oh, Perry Perry. Yeah, so Katy Perry, so uh, Francois, I guess, I don't think Francois has actually ever dated anyone. I don't even think he had kissed Juliet yet at this point. I think May was the first person that he kissed. Um, so, yeah, so then he's like, oh, God, and it's just like, so there's all this, like, dancing, and they're, they're like, singing to each It was actually, it was a really cute scene. So now, um, so, that, so that was cute, um, even though Francois is now engaged to Juliet, so... And May knows, which kind of makes May a shitty friend. I don't know. But also, they both just met Francois yesterday. So it's not like... <sighs> and technically, May saw Francois first. So I don't know. Uh, so didn't I... call dibs uh, loud enough? They I don't know. Call dibs because Francois <laughs> and May met in the bathroom. And then he met Juliet at the, the rest of the party. So anyways. Mm. Uh, so anyways, so I was just kind of like a little like, mm, like, May, I know you're trying to do something. But also, your friend is engaged to him. I don't know. Um, so Anne is now angry to discover that Shakespeare intends to bring back Romeo. Romeo. <gasps> dun, dun, dun. Uh, so Juliet tells April, who is April? April is Anne, that she is engaged again, only to have Romeo enter and declare he has come back for his wife. And the song for that is 
It's my life. It's bon Jovi. We got Bon Jovi in here. So yes. Yeah, so that is the end of Act One, and you're just like, woo! What here. a great song to end Act One yes. on. So Romeo's there, and then you're just like, shit. Like who? Who's she gonna end up with? I don't know, right? So then, uh, so then. And then you're wondering probably how many more good songs are there gonna be? Exactly right. And I was really good. I did not look ahead in the book. I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna follow along this play and see how it is as it's going. Josh, you look ahead in the book or no? Pardon? Did you look no. ahead to see the thing? So. Because at that point, Stephen and I went because it was intermission. We went to hang out. Yes, and then we went to go find them because they were on an upper floor. Apparently, had to go up ten thousand stairs. It felt like. Um, hint: If you are in Toronto at a Mervish Theater and you decide you're going to purchase a vegan cookie, that is a very bad thing to do because it tastes like garbage. I feel like eating the plastic wrapper would have tasted better than this chocolate vegan. Cookie. I feel like I disagree with her because I really. I gave Josh the other half of this cookie because it was garbage, but he seemed to enjoy it. So well, what was in it? Like, what did it taste like? Uh, garbage. Can I ask a maybe controversial question? He's just not used to like healthy food. Healthy food? Can I ask a controversial yes. question? Yes. Why would you buy a vegan cookie? Because we didn't have time to eat dinner and I was starving. And the only thing they had was vegan cookies? They had those. We also got chocolate covered almonds, which were delicious. And okay. they had little candy, like random candy bags. Which I don't remember. Did we get a candy bag? I don't think so. I don't think so. It Is wasn't it overly expensive though. I have to say, after going to a bunch of concerts and paying a million dollars for things, I think <laughs> two waters, a crap cookie, some chocolate covered almonds and stuff for like 10 to 14 bucks, something like that. Wow, that's a steal. Ben and I had a glass of wine each, a cookie, and I think he had like a chocolate bar of some sort, and it cost like 20 bucks. Yeah. So very costive. I was I was impressed. I was like, oh crap, we're in Toronto. They're gonna charge me like $15 for this like thing. And I was just like, hmm, all right, okay, good price. So, okay, so what me and my mom did not like the cookie, Josh did, but he also likes to eat a lot of random healthy shit. So, then we found out Stephen was a huge Shakespeare fan and then was talking a bunch of bunch of Shakespeare conspiracy theories and things. And I was, you just nodded and smiled? No, no, it was good. No, he had some points. Um, He's a very smart individual. Yes. That's good. So, then thing that i so the seats were a little like confining i don't know where your seats if they were you know you're tall though you had aisle seat though yeah um but there was nobody beside us so then we moved over and had more space that was the highlight of act two of the beginning of the <laughs> so that was not the highlight this play was the highlight so all right so now we're back to the play uh and it opens with romeo and he's saying singing love me like you do Love me like you do. Love me like you do. Yes. Uh, okay. Uh, it's a good song. I know this. That is yeah. Billy Golding. Yes. Yes. Billy? Great soundtrack. Ellie. Isn't it Ellie, right? Yeah. Ellie. I just said Billy. Sorry, not Billy. I did say Billy because I am blind, apparently, and can't read. <laughs> but yes, Ellie Golding. Love me like you do. Yes. Ah, uh, Fifty Shades. That was another yeah, shit show. Anywho, uh, okay, so so to Juliet, and he forgives her for not killing herself. Okay. So the reason, the way that Shakespeare and Anne like woke, got them up there, like oh, they dreps, dreps, drank a sleeping potion or something, um, and then I guess Romeo just drank more of it. That's why it took him longer to wake up. It was just, um, I don't know. <sighs> Romeo is an interesting character because you also feel like you're a piece of shit because you slept with all these men and women. But then he's like professing his love for Juliet. So you're like, do we like Romeo? Do we not like Romeo? And, Did Juliet forgive him? Interesting. Um, at this point, she reveals to Romeo that she is now engaged with Francois. Ooh. Uh, and she sings the delightful Kelly Clarkson song, Since You've Been Gone. Oh my God, I'm going to say that. It was pretty hilarious. So she's like, ha, 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 I love you too. But, you know, since you've been gone, you know, I'm... And how many days is this? 
Uh, it's like two or three days after. <laughs> <laughs> it is not a long time, so it's a very short amount of time. So That's funny. Like, <laughs> well, anyways, I'm engaged now. Um, so now Shakespeare and Anne are having another fight because they kind of. And Shakespeare tells Anne that Juliet did not listen to Romeo's side of the events, and then Anne counters that it is that this is important to her, and she feels that Shakespeare cares more about his plays than his family. And then she breaks his quill, meaning that neither of them can make any further changes to the story. Because they're kind of like, well, I want to write this, I want it. So it's very dramatic. Do so they have like dramatic music as well? Probably. Uh, so yes, yeah, so they got in this fight and you're just like, well, this is awkward because now you're just watching like a family fall apart. It's, yeah. Uh, so anyway, so at this point they're like, okay, neither of us can make changes. The story is just going to play out how it plays out. So we're just going to kind of sit back and watch this. Um, so now we're at, now we're at May. So May is very angry at Francois for ignoring their feelings for him and in, still intending to marry Juliet. So the song from here is, uh, it's an Adam Lambert song and it's, what do you want from me? Okay. What do you want from me? It's like a very dramatic. It's actually like a good, it's like, everything flows so well with the song. So anyways. Um, oh, good. Yeah, so they're like, like you know, like why are you marrying Juliet? What do you want from me? Like, blah, blah, blah. so uh, meanwhile, Juliet is complaining to May that Romeo lied to her. So Francois grows worried as he hasn't told Juliet that he has feelings for May. So now he's like, crap, I'm supposed to marry Juliet. I have feelings for May. Like I don't know what to do. So he's kind of getting stressed out. Um, so now uh, Romeo reflects that he is only ever felt valued for his looks so everyone always is like oh romeo you're so hot which he is uh but juliet <laughs> actually made him want to be a better person so that's, Aww, like that's nice. more because i think juliet is the only person he actually proposed to i don't think he proposed yes. to any of the other people that he was sleeping with um uh so she wants wants to be a better person uh so he's like saying all this stuff and you're like oh you kind of feel for romeo here you're like, I don't know. Uh, but at that point, Juliet's like, you know what? I already decided I'm going to be for, with Francois. So the song from there is uh, One More Try, which I don't know that song. I don't feel like I knew that song. Did you? Um, no. Wikipedia is not letting me click on it. So it's not, maybe it was written for this. I don't know. So, um, so despite that, so then they sing this song together, One More Try. Uh, so she remains un unsure of her feelings towards Romeo as she loves him, but she also feels like she shouldn't. So then at this point they sing um, Problem, which is an Ariana Grande song. And oh. they mix it up with uh, Can't Feel My Face, which is by The Weeknd. I can't feel my face without a few. Uh -huh. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, so they have that going on. So it's like, a, it's like, she, she was really good. Julia was really good. Um, so now at this point, Francois's brother, who is not actually the brother, it is just because the brothers are off in the military. It is just Shakespeare in disguise as a brother. And he's like, I'm your brother. And it's like, and Francois doesn't notice. Or yeah. It's so dumb. It's like, you have not seen me in 10 years. I'm your brother. Ha ha ha. So now he's changed uh, that much. Yes. I don't know. So, so then, uh, so now, um, <laughs> Shakespeare invites Romeo to join his band, which is due to play at Juliet and Francois's wedding. So this is Shakespeare's oh. band, Romeo at the wedding. Cause he obviously does not get an invite. Um, and I think they said like because it was like till death to us parting he had died so they're not technically married anymore i don't know so anyway so he's like ah romeo come join my band uh so may uh also joins the band uh so just hilarious so anyways, is there a name of the band uh, yes, will come the they will come at the end oh okay it's uh it's uh yeah so anyways so um Meanwhile, so now uh, Lance is like proposing to Angelique or he wants her to marry her. And then she's like, no. So she ends up proposing to Lance. So now they're like going to get married. So why does she say no? I don't know. She she decides she wants to be the one who proposes to Lance. So she proposes. Oh, to okay. Lance. 
Yeah, yeah like a modernize, I guess. Like yes. the women and could do it. Like girl power, all that stuff. Yes. So, um, so now Anne discovers that Juliet is still in love with Romeo. So now she's like thinking about her own romance with Shakespeare, right? Um, so at that, this was a good, this was a really good song. Uh, so this is Celine Dion. That's the way it is. Yeah, that's a great song. It's like she she was so powerful. She was such a good singer. I could swear I heard Chinsia singing in the front row. And she was like, <laughs> I had I had my accent. I was like, you know what? Like that's a good song. Here's the thing: for plays like this, I actually prefer not to be close to the stage, too close, because I want the ability to sing along, and I don't want to distract the professionals from singing correctly in fact i'm almost positive at one point in the show they stopped and said with woman in the front row stop singing i was not in the front row i was near (laughs) i definitely sang along to this show but you know what it's loud enough that you can sing along without annoying other people and other people were also singing along yes i would agree it was a very exciting it's exciting But it was so good. And just like the transitions of the songs and mixing in with the scenes, it was so good. Um, okay, so uh, so that's the way it is. So now it is the wedding. So uh, so Shakespeare, as disguised as the brother, May, Francois, and Lance, and Romeo. So they, uh, they are, uh, so we said Francois's last name was Dubois. So they are Dubois Band. Is the name. Uh, oh my God, that is amazing! I was laughing so hard. I was like, oh God. So the best part of this is the father's like, you must reunite the band. We must and- get the band back. <laughs> and then they're like, we're going. The the boy band is coming back. Yeah, so he's like, the boy, the boy band is back. The boy band and all this stuff. And what song do we feel they sing for this? Everybody Backstreet's Back? That is correct, Sophia. Exactly. That is the, song the boy band wow. sang to bring the band back together. Everybody. Yeah. It was like, yeah. great. And they're all wearing like matching like white outfits with silver and they're like Ooh, like the Backstreet Boys. How does Romeo know how to dance? I should have worn my shirt. I forgot my shirt is in the truck. That that's a cute shirt. That was a nice shirt. It's <laughs> uh it, there was actually, did you get the one that has all the song titles on it? No, I got the one that says Du Bois Band. Yeah, Du Bois Band. It's so funny. Like That's they had the cute merch for sure. It was fun. Uh, anyway, so they're now they're doing every Backstreet's Back. So they're all singing there. Uh, so now this is the wedding. So this was, I guess, the prequel to the wedding. They decide they're going to form the band, do the thing. Uh, so now Juliet is walking down the aisle and Francois sings yet another Backstreet Boys song. What song do you think he's singing as she's walking down the aisle? If he's unsure of getting married. If he's unsure of, of getting, getting married. married. What is it, which song would that be? As long as you love me. Oh. That's, that's what he sings. Okay. As as I don't care you who you are. Where you're wow. Okay. okay, okay. I don't care that you're married to Romeo, like type thing. So as long yeah, as you yeah. have a vow. And I was just like, okay. I'm like, I wonder if anyone's actually used that as a wedding vow. Um, nice. I feel like it's a bit Trash. not as romantic as it seems. No, it doesn't. Because Fair. You're like, you're crap, but you know, you love me. Yeah, too. exactly. So, yeah. But it's about rising above all of that, Diane. And, okay, you know, I suppose. Love someone, it doesn't matter that they're garbage or they've had a shitty life or whatever. Okay. Just well, that's true. Yeah, for I this play, we'll say okay. Diane, uh, it's kind of like your love for me. Sure. It's kind of like how I see it. Calling yourself a piece of garbage? <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of Diane's love for me. I drive her nuts, but as long as she loves me, we're good. Okay, sure. It's a tear to my eye. Right? <laughs> These things just write themselves. See? Right, you know what? We should have the Josh play after this. Like, <laughs> Josh, Josh true, and I. And two Canadian kids. Two Canadian teachers doing the best they can. Yeah. See, there you go. See, it just writes itself. Wonderful. All right. Uh, okay. So he's singing As Long As You Love Me as his vows. And then it gets to the thing. And then they both object to the marriage. Oh. So at this point, 
um, Francois uh, sings a different song by a different boy band. In sync. In sync. And what song do we feel that he sings to May? Bye, bye, bye. No. Nope. It's gonna be me. It's yeah. gonna be May. So he sings, it's gonna be me, May to May. Uh... Uh, so, yes, there's because he's now professed his love, whatever. So at this point, Romeo confesses his love to Juliet. While her parents insist that she return to Verona with them, stating that they know what is best for her. At which Juliet refuses. And she sings another classic Britney Spears song. Which song do we feel? Um, I'm the stronger one. Stronger, stronger that's right. Yes. Because I'm stronger, stronger than no, yesterday. Because before she sings stronger, Ju Romeo sings Shape of My Heart. Did I miss that part? Yes. No, 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 my friend. Uh, in the soundtrack, because I'm looking at it, Shape of My Heart comes before Stronger. In the Wikipedia article, it comes after it. Uh, oh, but it also comes before it. That's weird. Uh, Interesting. You're right. But in the actual act summary of songs, it says Shape of My Heart is first. So Shape of My Heart is Lance, Francois, and May. Um, and they sing, oh, where did I go? So Lance accepts that Francois in his true love, so Francois and May, so the father is now accepting a Francois and his, his son and his new non-binary non love interest, uh -huh. uh, shape of my heart. Um, so meanwhile, Juliet is worrying that she's becoming an obstacle to the relationship. Uh, so Angelique reassures Juliet that she will never leave her. And this is where she sings, uh, I believe it's pink. Yes. yes. Fucking, fucking perfect. perfect. And it's like, she's just like swearing at Juliet and she's like, you're fucking perfect. Like to me, like everything's great. But uh, so Juliet insists that Angelique goes with Lance before deciding to be confident and take charge of her own destiny with another Katy Perry song. You're and gonna hear me roar. Yeah, so roar is the song that she comes up with. Was and... do they roar a little? Y'all gonna? Uh, I'm just kidding. No, no. I'm just she's kidding. Just like, yeah, so she's just like you know, you know what? I'm gonna be confident. This is my destiny. I can do my own life. I'm in my twenties. <laughs> parents, whatever. Roar. This is her song. So Monday now, um, so at this point. Shakespeare comes back, and now he's complaining to Anne and saying that he she ruined his play. She, oh, no. And he, he agrees. Um, so then she's like, I didn't ruin your play. What the hell? And he's like, you've ruined it. No, everyone's supposed to be miserable. She's like, no, it's better, blah, blah, blah. So then he agrees that he realizes that he does not want to lose Anne. So he sings, uh, he re-sings a song, a Backstreet Boy song. He re-sings I Want It That Way. Okay. So that's kind of like, so he's like, okay, you know what? Like, yeah, our relationship is weird, but like, I want to be with you, Anne. So that's the song. So the um, relationship doesn't make sense like the song. Right. Yes, there you go. Exactly. exactly. Uh, so now Romeo apologizes to Juliet and he tells her what he wants doesn't matter. What she wants is what counts. So like he wants to be with Juliet. He thinks she makes a better person, but he also realizes he's been an idiot whatever so um because then you're just like are they gonna end up together i don't know what's happening so they decide to go on a first date because apparently last time they just got married and didn't date uh okay. after one day i guess one day yes so this is a new beginning for juliet and romeo um and then it actually because they're like on this thing he, he's on a balcony thing and then it says romeo and juliet but then it switches and it says Juliet and Romeo, like, and Juliet, Romeo, right? Oh, because she's, like, oh, she's the star of the show. So at this point of the play, you can hear Chintia's blood boiling from the top. Oh, yes. started, You could just hear the anger in her voice because the next song is by someone she can't stand because he broke up her favorite boy band. And Justin like, Timberlake? Yeah, you could just hear her, like, boiling, like, not, like, just like, I'm done with this stupid show. tricked me briefly. 
because I was like, oh, I like this song. And then I remembered. I was like, stupid. Mm. So uh, Lance and Angelique get married. And the song that everybody's singing is Can't Stop the Feeling. So that is what they- that's the one Justin Timberlake song you like, though. I know. I know. Yes. So I was, yeah, this is great. I'm feeling great. And then I was just like, wait a minute. Justin Timberlake. To be so, fair, it is a good song. It is a very good song. I, I'll give him a pass on that song. But also... <laughs> I'm like, I was in such a good mood, and then I was like, stupid Justin Timberlake. But uh, yeah, so then that was that. You can't so, stop the feeling. You can't stop the feeling, you know? So everyone's singing that, and they're all dancing along. Like, it was just such a fun, colorful, like, good, feel-good show. Like, I thought it was great. Good, I'm glad. I see this, whatever. And then when I went to go look, the tickets were fucking sold out, because it was only here for a few weeks. Uh, this is the I think, I think the, but at that point, like, the whole audience was singing too they had the everyone standing up everybody singing and clapping and, and having clapping. a good time There's hopefully probably, they bring it back that would be nice to see like i really see good. it come from away but like i was like you could almost read into every song they're about to play like josh was like he would be seeing the feelings and he's like i think that they're gonna sing. It's, that's what he said afterwards he's like i knew what song they were gonna sing like because they would kind of say like a line or something and would kind of lead into it but then he's like i know everything so, so then this boy i met steven who's a friend of a friend who maybe I had a Hallmark moment with, um, and maybe we're in the middle of our Hallmark movie. Not oh. quite sure yet, I haven't quite figured Julia, out. Julia, you gotta at. take Whatever. your dreams and go with it, friend. There you go. I can't believe that you knew like every single song that came on. And yeah, I was like, well, like that's like my jam. 90s music is my jam. So it was quite the, it was quite the show to see with somebody you just, was quite the first date. To go yeah, really, because you guys life. had only, like, known each yeah. other a few days, so. Yeah. And I'm impressed that you actually allowed me to come on this date with you guys, so. Like, yeah. 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 You know. <laughs> like this is, but he was lovely, so yes, hopefully you have your own Juliet moment there, and. Very nice. Very nice. So that's the play. I'm just going to do a little quick, let's see what, there's some. So there was only there. two acts? So it's yeah. two acts, yeah, and it was just jam-packed. I would say it was probably about two hours, I guess. I'm not okay. sure. Okay. Broadway starting on Broadway like soon I think yes let me google well they should bring it back to Toronto because it would be nice to see I have a feeling they will Mm -hmm. no it went really well like I was trying to find us tickets and I was like it was like gone uh so here it says June 22nd they made it was at the Princess of Wales Theatre in Toronto it was originally planned for February 2021 but obviously because of the COVID it was postponed um it, it was announced on July 7th that the show plans to begin Broadway previews on October 28th at the Stephen Sondheim Theatre. So, uh, and it's also going to Australia uh, at the Regent Theatre in February 2023. So, yeah, so, the, the, so it started off as the uh, Manchester Opera House. So in 2019, it was at the West End um, and it, yeah, it was there for quite a bit, and they won a bunch of awards. Um, yes, yeah, so excellent play. It is called Anne Juliet. Thank you. It Max. sounds like it was very fun. Uh, yes, yeah, wonderful. Like it was good. It was a good play for sure. If you have a chance to go see it, you should. Lots of good boy, tons of Backstreet Boys. So the fun part is when this came out in 2019, they had their grand opening in. Um, England or whatever, and Lance Bass went out there. Oh and yes, I remember this story. I remember this story. The impression that only Max Martin number one hit songs were in this play. So he's like listening, and he's like, "Okay, cool." And he's like, "He's like, wow, the Backstreet Boys have a lot of number one hit songs, and we only have one, so that's whatever." And then afterwards, he found out that it wasn't that case, and he was all like mad, and he's like, "What the hell?" And I don't think any of the Backstreet Boys went to the premiere. I think just I think JC might have gone to the premiere too. It was Lance for sure, but uh, it was just pretty entertaining. I remember him talking about it afterwards. He seemed a little bit like, oh my goodness, what? You love the Backstreet Boys more? Come on. Yeah, pretty much. So just like. Seemed like a Backstreet Boys Britney Spears kind of moment. Yeah. And then Celine Dion just kind of slid in like show. Yeah, I was just like, yeah, some kids come, bitches. Let's get it. I was very excited for that. So I was like, yeah, Celine. Our hearts will go on. So. That's right. Yeah. Uh, it's a good song they chose from Celine. That's a good yes, one. JC also went there. So, yeah. Lance and JC went. Excellent. Oh, here's a picture. Let's see if I can share this screen. 
I always forget how to do that. Share. Mm -hmm. Screen. So there they are. Lance is wearing a very interesting yellow jacket there. Yeah, there's JC. Well done, well done. So yeah, so very good. Very nice. So yeah, so anyway. So two thumbs up? Two thumbs up. I would definitely go see it again, and I wish I, we could have gone to see it again as a group because it was such a good place. So Excellent. Josh, you have any final thoughts there? I, I was like in my glory. It was very my, good. It was my kind of musical. It's just very upbeat and fun and there and like I modern. Yeah, I list on my phone and I do listen to it on a regular basis. Wow. One, because I really like the songs and number two, kind of reminds me of my hallmark. Aw, that's nice. Very nice. So what we learn from this is if you get married and your spouse dies, make sure they have a pulse. Don't go kill yourself. Yeah. <laughs> make sure they don't have a pulse. Make sure, make sure they, they don't do have, have a pulse. Because, you know, they could just be taking a sleeping pill. No, but you like, said if you're married and your spouse dies, if they're dead, they wouldn't have a pulse. You think they died. Make sure they oh. actually are dead before you embark on a journey to find another spouse. Yeah. Although well, I know, guess it was okay because then all those all those like boys came out and the girls like, like the boys he was a player like it was friggin' hilarious and like Lance is an old man so it's like you picture this old guy and you got like Romeo and Shakespeare and like oh my god it was just so funny I think I think the the best part of this play was it taught great moral lessons to everybody through songs that are like popular and people know and that was an important thing. To, to fight for what you believe in, to be yourself, and not to worry about what other people think about exactly. you. Exactly. That's a nice like message. went on a very good journey. Francois went on a good journey to kind of discover their true selves, and I think that was really great. So, yeah. yeah. Nice. nice. Yeah. Very good. I'm glad right. you guys enjoyed it. We did. Well, if you have seen the play and Juliet, give us a comment and let us know what you think. Um, thanks for taking a break with us, guys. Until next time. Thanks for listening. Everybody, bye. bye. bye.